You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Hello, welcome back to OKSIS. My name is Maddie. I am Scout, and we are the sisters behind OKSIS Podcast. How you doing, Mads? You know, I'm struggling. I'm uh, I'm not in the right uh, mindset for this episode, so let's see what happens. All right, yeah, you know, the anxiety has been creeping up with me this week, which I've been trying to keep out of bay, and today I've been somewhat successful, but I'm feeling it. And you know, it's almost the end of April, which is crazy. April flew by like so fast, right? I I mean, these months don't really matter in the context of quarantine. So I'm not really counting them as actual periods of time. Um, Everything is lumping together and the months are flying by. This is true. Hopefully that means that this will be over soon. Yeah, well, I feel like March was so slow. We were all like, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden I look at the calendar and April's done. It's like the 27th already. You know, isn't it funny how time works? Yeah. Also, I want to point out that I bought the Olive and June manicure at home kit on March 26th and it was supposed to ship out within five to eight business days and it did not and it is lost in the ether and nobody's answering me. And they are obviously extremely, you know, swamped with coronavirus and with the orders that are coming through, they've sold out completely. But I I just really want my at-home manicure kit. I feel like I'm going to get it when this is all over. Yeah. So we've actually looked into how much it would cost for people to come to us and give us a manicure. And it's exorbitantly expensive, um, obviously. Yeah, but you can't see people. You're not supposed to see other people. I understand. It's a risk. You know, it's a cost-benefit analysis here. Um, 
I still have my fucking acrylics on. So my nails, my nails are so ratchet that I need to take them off. I don't know how to. Wow, your nails grow really slow, actually, because that's what mine look like about a month in. Well, that's great because I'm taking collagen every fucking day, so I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. This is my growth within like two and a half weeks, three weeks. It's really cool that this is a you know podcast medium, so people oh. can't uh, visualize this. Should we post it on our stories? I don't want anyone to. I don't want anyone to have to bear this. This just disgust. Yeah, that's not looking so cute. Have you even like cut them so they're a little shorter or no? No, it's just uh, it's a struggle I have to endure every day. You know, just how adding. Are you, how are you typing? Yeah, the typing is really hard. I feel like uh, one of those stereotypical secretaries that type with the 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 palms of their fingers, the finger pads. It's oh. not a cute look. That is uncomfortable. That's why I stopped getting the acrylics because I just couldn't deal with the, you know what I mean? The, like the typing situation. It's just so much easier to type without, yeah, you get it. Uh, Anyways. um, From this conversation. Well, I was just saying. Anyways, um, my husband bought an espresso machine off Facebook Marketplace or something. I don't know. And so lattes are going down. Cappuccinos are going down. Espresso shots are going down. It is adding a new dimension. We have pour over. We have regular coffee. We have espresso. It is like a whole medley of coffee situations here at my household. Yeah. So that's the one machine that I'm missing is the espresso. Um which I am in the market for because I have the chaga mix and it only mixes with um, espresso and lattes. So we are looking into it. Your husband actually sent me a a one to pick up from Craigslist that this guy is just like giving away. And apparently it's a very fancy machine. So maybe I'll I'll dive into that. But I, I started using the Chemex. Didn't taste great. French press didn't taste great. I really need like a a scale and a grinder of the beans because something is not not doing well. And I also need a temperature, a thermometer for the boiling water, apparently. There's just like too many things. And all I just want to do is drink a good cup of coffee and it's it's really hard. Yeah, I hear you. It's a lot that goes into it, um, but it's kind of – it's a craft. You have to love it. You have to like want to do all these things and get into all the little minute details. It's definitely not for me. I am enjoying being the coffee drinker of the situation versus the coffee maker. I will say that that position in life is a quite quite, quite, quite good one. Um, I really would like to hear about your six-feet social distancing date that you had with your boyfriend this weekend. How did that go? It went as well as it could have gone, I think. Um, He picked up some food from our favorite restaurant, Roberta's, which is a really, really good uh, pizza place here in LA in Culver City. And he brought over this nice wine and the pizzas. And we had a nice little dinner outside of our, our mother's front yard, which was cute. But it just cemented the fact that it it's just very unnatural for me not to touch him and to be so far away. So it was it was bittersweet because, you know, I couldn't snuggle or, you know, touch him. So it's, you know, it's just been an interesting uh arrangement, if you will. 
Yeah, I think he's going to have to, like, kind of get a little loose on that situation because this might be happening for a really long time where we're supposed to be social distancing from people, and he might just want to add you into his core group of people that he is interacting with on that level. Yeah, but that's not really the logic there. The logic is I'm exposed to other people, so if he exposes himself to me, he then gets all of the interactions that I have. As you are looking up to have someone come to your house to do your nails. Exactly. So And touching you. Yeah, so I like can't really blame him. So Oh, okay, got it, got it. Um, so I wanna point out that my dogs are doing really well, Looney and Lola. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know they're all over the place. Lola is now letting Looney give her kisses. She growls through the entire thing, but she sits there and lets Looney give Lola kisses on the mouth. It is so cute. I don't know how you guys can endure the growling. It makes me so depressed to see Lola in this state. This poor girl. I grew up with Lola. I um, I tended to her when she was a baby, and to see her in such pain. You tended her. You tended to her when she was a baby. What did you do? What did you do for Lola, Mads? I gave her all the love that she ever deserved, and now she is being attacked by your new puppy, and it's just not fair. She was here first, and she's in pain. And we need to we need to save her. We can apply this to my life because I was here first and then you showed up and got everything. And so I think that we just need to all come together because Looney is just trying to give Lola some love and Lola needs to understand that kisses are a good thing. Mm. All right. Well, keep us posted on the interactions. I I will. Um, okay, so let's do a little housekeeping real quick. If you like OK Says Podcast and you enjoy listening to us every single week, sometimes twice a week, please rate, review, subscribe, woohoo, or subscribe, rate, review, woohoo. It really means a lot. We love it when we get new ratings and reviews. We read every single one of them. And if you want to get in on the sisterhood action, I would definitely join our secret Facebook group, OK Sisters. It's going off on there. Sometimes we have Zoom dates with our sisterhood, which is super exciting. And you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok. TikTok and Twitter at OKSIS Podcast. Did I miss anything? I like that you mentioned the Twitter. Oh, yeah. I figured you would get mad at me. Oh, we also have a newsletter that comes out every Monday. You can subscribe um, with the link in our show notes or go to OKSISPodcast.com to subscribe. It's a fun little little kind of like start your day, super cute, some pop culture updates, inspirational quotes, you know, the whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Yeah. It's fun over there. Yeah. Oh, I am not doing well. Oh, did you not have coffee today? I did, but the brain fog is really seeping in. But you know mm. what? That's It is our job to deliver content no matter the uh, circumstance. And the circumstance isn't good. Not today. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Well, I'm sending you love. I'm sending you light. I'm sending you energy and good vibes. Great. Okay, current fixations. Okay, current fixationes. This week, mine is the Chaz stick, which is the Dead Cool chapstick. Uh, we had the founder of Dead Cool on the podcast. We've talked about their um, perfumes and scents and fragrances, which are incredible, and I love them. But uh, we also have been using their chapstick, and it is my go-to chapstick. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have two chapsticks, Copari's, for when I'm going out because it has a gloss, but the Chaz stick is more of my like everyday just to moisturize. It's made with coconut oil, right, um, which I'm a huge fan of. And so that has been – my lips are always dry, and so that's – I always carry this Chaz stick with me wherever I go. Yeah, we love Karina. She's very um, 
she's very engaged on the Instagram. She's a avid fan of ours, which I love. And I mean, I mean, it's it's a it's a mutual feeling. We we love her, but um, she's popping up everywhere on my Instagram, and I really love it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the chapstick is super good. It's good for like just after I wash my face and everything, my lips like because you put moisturizer on and you don't necessarily tend to your lips. I like putting the chapstick on after. They also have a like a CBD one, I think. I'm not. I'm just using the regular one, which I really like. But they also have a CBD one, I think. I need to get their rose one because right now I use um, the Glossier Rose Bomb.com, and I've tried the chapstick rose flavored. It's I mean, it's just divine, so I need to purchase for sure. Yes, you do. What is your current fixation, Mads? My current fixation is this one account on TikTok. She just changed her name because she was getting really popular, so I think she made it just her actual name. Um, It's at R-E-A-R-I dot T-A-M-A-Y-O. She kind of has a similar last name to us. And all she posts is her handwriting and her notes, her schoolwork notes, because this girl is in like high school. I don't know what where she is. But she, not only does she do handwritten notes, but she also takes notes on her iPad. And it is like porn to me. I can rewatch these. T- I'm probably giving her half of her total views because it is – it is just out of this world. Everyone needs to go follow her. If you're really into like nice handwriting and a neat organized things, I was really inspired by her to start taking notes on my iPad. And I was um, immediately disappointed when my handwriting did not look like hers at all. And I got the Good Notes app that Lauren Elizabeth uses. And um, I, I, I just don't have this creativity. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I don't have penmanship like this. And so it was a big, big letdown because I thought that my creativity would kick in and I would have all these beautiful notes. But um, that's just not really how my hands work. Also, the acrylics might be what's in the way um, of writing. So, anyways, everyone should go follow her if you want some like, stimulus like creative stimulus and it like oh my god there's something that goes off in my brain when I watch these ever since having a baby I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use and clothing is no different I want my wardrobe to be sustainable good quality and timeless you have to be talking about whimsy and row right Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. 
Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Her handwriting is so ridiculously good. And it's interesting because I'm, as we talked about, I think on the last episode, that I'm really into the thinner ballpoint pens. And hers is pretty thick that she uses and it still looks amazing. So we actually got a DM. I don't know if you saw it that um – there's a request for you to do a TikTok breakdown of all of your pens preferences. Yeah, but I only have one pen preference. I only write with one pen. Okay, so maybe like a breakdown of whatever the fuck you said last episode because there was like a whole rant going on. Yes, yes, 100%. Well, you actually – you need to remind me because I did get the Good Notes app on my iPad as I mentioned and – you can choose the width of your pen, and then there's three pen types to de- to uh, decide between. And I-, I couldn't find one that I liked. I because you know me, I'm a pencil person. So something about any of these pens, it just it wasn't working with my hand. So you need to give me some pointers. Okay, I'm like very concerned that you're a pencil person, but we could talk about that later. I just think that there's something wrong with you. Um, but yes, I will take a look. I should probably download that on my well, my pen on my iPad. Isn't working. I really need to get that. I will call the Apple store. But yes, that sounds amazing. Send me a picture of the different pen types and I will guide you in the right direction. Thanks, sis.
Yeah, no problem. Any fucking time. All right, let's do some realizations. So today we're going to write – we're going to list out what we have realized during these quarantine times. Yes. So I would say that – how many do you have, by the way? You know, I wrote – I quickly wrote down eight. What? I only have like two or three. Well, I feel like you'll – they're not like that mm-hmm. deep. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I'll try to come up with that many. I only have a few. Um, my first realization is that in this quarantine time, I obviously do not have access to dry bar, and I have been straightening my hair for the past God knows how long, years and years and years, and so I haven't actually washed my hair in my own house for like – two years, which is crazy. And I did it for the first time and I clogged my shower and it's a whole situation. Um, but I decided just to see what would my hair would look like if I wore it curly. And let me tell you, at the first day I was like, this is terrible. Oh my God, what is going on? And then I started doing some TikTok dances and I started taking some cute pics. And I am realizing that I love my natural hair so much. It's giving me a completely new attitude, new look on life, new feel. I feel very womanly and kind of free and wild and romantic in that way. And so I have been really realizing that I've had this natural hair that's been amazing. Although I'm also realizing that I was using Diva Curl. People were asking me what I was using. And if I told you this, listen up. There is a whole lawsuit against Diva Curl that Diva Curl over time basically thins your hair out and makes your hair fall out. So I'm very happy that one of our sisters pointed this out to me because now I need to find a different product to use on my curly hair. But the realization is that my curly hair rocks and I really love the way I feel about it. How do you like it, Mads? Yeah, I mean, I was unaware that you were keeping this a secret. Um, I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you were even aware of this um, this state that you have. Um, I love it. It looks great. I am not as brave as you. Also, my hair does not look like that anymore. So if I were to leave my hair curly, it would not – I also have no idea what products to wear on my hair when it's curly and when it's natural – um, so anyone that could help, I've been using like the Way Smooth Spray sometimes, but honestly, nothing, nothing works. It either just makes it too oily and too stringy, or it's too puffy and too frizzy. Like there's literally nothing where it's a perfect medium, and I, I just don't have the time or energy to um, experiment with it. So I typically just straighten my hair every day. Yeah, yeah. So that's my first realization. What's yours? All right, my first realization is that I can actually cook um, if I have patience for it. So I've been um, I've been frequenting the oven, which has been fun. Um, you know, making some roasted veggies, and I made an almond crusted chicken, like a fucking domestic wife. I made a almond crusted chicken. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I have not coming out of your realm of kitchen situation. I'm very proud that you are cooking. That is huge for you. Yeah. So, you know, I don't – who knows if I'm going to take this out of quarantine, but it is a realization of mine. Very good. I love it. Um, Another realization of mine is that I have way too many social commitments pre-quarantine, is that I – 
am always going to dinner with this person or going to drinks with a friend of mine or doing whatever or, you know, seeing my family. And during quarantine, I really realized that I like the fact that I have a little bit more time just for me and my husband, just for me to spend at home. I feel as if I was making a lot of social obligations and getting really overwhelmed with those pre-quarantine. And so this situation of not being able to have those, I think really has made me aware that after quarantine, I want to place a little bit less time socializing and really free my calendar to be with myself and my husband and my downtime um, versus always being out with somebody. You know, I'm not social in the sense that I'm like out all night, but I would always have a coffee date or this or that, you know, with friends that I haven't seen in a while or people in LA that I haven't seen in a while. And I would like to tone that down post quarantine. Oh, I'm I'm experiencing the exact opposite. I have like no social obligations and it's actually making me want to go out so, so badly. Like I have never wanted more than, especially with this um, nicer weather that we have in Southern California, it's gotten really hot over the past week. All I want to do is go day drink at the bungalow, which is just such a basic and annoying thing for me to say, but it's my truth. And that is exactly how I feel. And I would love to do that, but I can't. Yeah, no, I want to do stuff like that. Like, that sounds great. I just mean in general, like, I want to maybe say, like, two social things a week or, you know, like, placing a cap on it so that I don't always feel like I'm running from one thing to the next without just being able to, like, come home and have dinner with my husband. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Okay, so I am realizing that I can go extended periods of time without having sex. Hmm, that's a good one. Yeah. Are you feeling like you that's driving you crazy or you're feeling quite comfortable with that? You know, it's obviously preferred um, to be having it, but, you know, it is okay um, in terms of my sexual health. It has been okay. That's good. Check Check back in a week. Okay. We will check in next week. Um, my other realization, I can also do the sex one, is that I felt as if my sex drive was really low pre-quarantine, and right now I'm kind of using that time to really connect more inward with my body and feel more confident and sexy, and I'm exploring more of the feminine sensuality side of myself right now, and I am realizing that it is alive and well, and that it is in there, and that it was just like bogged down by other stuff. Your face is like looking like I'm a disgusting human being. Okay. Something happened to you with this curly hair situation because it has brought out this like sexual deviant who says things like, I feel romantic and sensual and feminine. And I just, I'm eye rolling to the the biggest eye roll that I can do. Well, you keep going because I feel great. And so that's one of my realizations. I'm glad I'm glad you're having enough sex for both of us. I just feel more in touch with myself, you know? Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, hot tip. If you are looking, you know, in addition to the free porn hub that we keep uh, promoting, um, everyone should go download Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A. It's probably like the most Mads app you can find in the market right now. So it's like, audio format porn Hmm. and it's all oh i've heard of this i've heard of this it's all female um centric and consent based and fabulous they're 10 minutes of course seems like you're gonna listen into a podcast but it's porn hmm that's interesting i should try that 
and uh, we wanted to have the founders on, but they're in San Francisco, so we're going to have to take a trip up there once this is all over because I want to. I have so many questions about the way that they produce and uh, record these stories because the actors are very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember we were supposed to be – okay, once this is over, we're definitely doing a San Francisco trip to interview a bunch of people up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hot tip if you're looking for – to spice it up. If you're looking to spice it up with yourself, you know? It's not good for listening with partners? I wouldn't do it. I've tried. Um, it was weird. Okay, good to know. Um, so just, you know, keep it to yourself. Put on some AirPods and just have some fun. Okay, got it. What's your next realization? My next realization is that um, I may be an at-home workout person, question mark. Ooh, ooh. Or at least, you know, allowing myself that option. It just saves so much time. And honestly, some of the workouts I have been feeling are harder. I just need to get the proper equipment. I need to get some more equipment, but – I might, if there are some days where, you know, I'm, I'm running late or I sleep in, like this is a really great option. Yeah, I agree. I think the at-home workout for me is working really well. Um, I've been doing, my realization is that I've been loving just moving my body, whether it's dance or whether it's Pilates in really shorter increments. So I think as we've talked about this before in the podcast is that going to a workout studio was perhaps like a lot of big, big time commitment. Maybe it was too long for me. And so my other realization is that the at-home workout situation is actually really, really working for me too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it um, progresses post-quarantine, but I'm going to really consider it as an option. Yeah. I think it's good if you want to like sleeping sometimes because sometimes you don't get enough sleep mats. Yeah. I don't really sleep. Which is so confusing because I sleep so much. Yeah. Okay, what's your next realization? Oh, that was mine. Was that I like at home workouts too? That was that was okay. You can't copy me. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, um, my other realization is that my husband and I do really well spending large amounts of time together in a room, just us. Um, I think that in the beginning we definitely laid some boundaries down, but also I think that without the distractions of life, we do really well. And I know a lot of couples out there are, are having a hard time during quarantine, but we, he hasn't gotten on my nerves. I haven't gotten really on his nerves. We haven't really fought. We've like bickered very, very minimally. Um, so that's like an amazing realization to know that we can spend this much time together, stationary, not doing anything for a long period of time and really love each other. You know, that's all you can ask for in a husband. This yeah, is he a very, dinner every night. Yeah, this is very ideal. Oh, for sure. I'm also like having a stay-at-home dad situation is really great because he's not really working right now and I am. So he should – he should consider. <laughs> Send him this podcast so that he can – he drops some hints. Yeah. I've already told him, but I don't think he's down. Okay. Next is I think having a job and being busy has been a true privilege and I recognize that wholeheartedly. I think – um you know, understanding how blessed and privileged you are during this time is a huge realization. And staying busy and having things to do is is really important for me. Yes, 100%. Um, my other realization is that I need to get outside more and go on walks because as someone who has depression and anxiety – 
um, staying in the house too much can create like an agoraphobia in me. And so I need to make sure that getting into my car and going just on a drive or walking around the block, like just getting out of my house is something that I really need to practice during this time as to not be anxious about the world outside of my apartment. Yeah, for me, I I realize that I have a lot more emotions than I have ever known. Um, and I guess my capacity to feel has been tested and proven to be very much alive and true. And, you know, just realizing that you need to accept every, you know, every moment and every hour what what you're feeling, what you're going through and just accept it rather than try to shift it or change it. Um, like right now, you know, it's not ideal that I feel like shit while we are recording this, but you know what? I am accepting it and I am doing my best. And I think a lot of people will resonate with that. Also, we both wrote articles in the Local Optimist, which is Mad Happy's mental health um, publication, if you will. It's like a it's like a hub, uh, and we both wrote these articles. So if if you're looking for some new, you know, reading, some light reading, I would I would recommend heading over there. It was really nice to write about that topic, and um, you know, I'm a huge Mad Happy yeah. Mad Happy advocate, so it was really cool that they had asked us to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. We were all about acceptance and if they're short and they're really easy to read and I think that they're pretty timely right now. So you, I think it's just localoptimist.com or you can go to localoptimist on Instagram to find the link. But that is all I have. I can't think of any other realizations at the moment. My other realization is that I can dance. Like, wh- like oh, when too. did this happen? Me too. Me too. I can dance. We can both dance. I know. It's really it's really freeing. Totally. I love dancing. Mm. It's so fun. It's been part of my routine these weeks. Mm. Also that comfort is my ideal fashion state. You know, I'm really thriving. You know, it's getting hotter, which is a bit annoying because I have all these sweatsuits, but we keep it at a nice 68 degrees in our apartment, so I can still wear sweatsuits. Um but I just I love I just I need to prioritize comfort. It's just I feel so much more alive and um, productive when I'm comfortable, which I, I like, you know, seems like it would be obvious, but I don't think I ever prioritize comfort as much as I have in these past couple weeks. Oh, I have always prioritized comfort no matter what I wear. Nothing I wear is uncomfy. I won't do it. I just won't. So even if it's like my jeans are a little baggy because I just, I just can't deal with uncomfortable. I don't even wear a bra anymore. I think that's too uncomfortable. Like I haven't worn a bra out in like a year or something. Okay, Mads, what are you watching? What's up with the content corner? What's new? Tell us everything. Okay, content corner. It's very Bravo heavy, which I never thought I would say in my entire life, but that is the quarantine truth, I think. Um, uh, Vanderpump Rules, Beverly Hills, and New York are currently on right now. So I'm watching all of those, but I'm actually went back and started watching New York from the very beginning. It's very weird the first season. Um cuz just the production value is a lot lower obviously. I think it's like early 2000s, so I'm going to try to catch up. And um I just watched the this comedy special with Natasha Leggero and Moisha Kasher. 
Moshe Kasher and very silly. Um, I'm a big Natasha Leggero fan. I also love stand-up comedy. So it was nice to kind of go back in the depths of Netflix and find something that I haven't watched already. Um, started a new book called The Idiot by Elif Batuman. Not into it, which sucks. I'm just on this really bad streak of books and knowing myself, I'm still going to keep reading because um, it, it was recommended to me because I love normal people, which is my favorite book. And people said that this is very similar. And I'm not not seeing the parallels yet, but I will continue. Hmm. Very good. In my content corner, um, I started Black AF last night, and um, it's with Rashida Jones, and it's about the guy who's basically the producer behind all of the um, like the black movies, black comedies, stuff like that. And so it's really good, and it's interesting. It's it's a definite. It definitely has some good social commentary. So um, it's also based off a true story. I'm pretty sure. So um, I looked it up and saw that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Adam put it on, but it's on one of the streaming services. It's like hashtag black AF or something. Mm. Um, it's about the guy who made blackish and stuff like that. So it's really good. Um, yeah. And it's funny, but it's also a lot of social commentary about what it means to be black in, you know, today's society in America specifically, um, kind of filmed through the lens of different generations, like the kids of this guy and like his generation and his wife's opinion and his assistant. It's good. So I highly recommend. And um, what else? Oh, I watched part of the comedy special of the guy from Silicon Valley. He does um, improv with the guy from Thomas Rec. Thomas Thomas And the other guy, what's his name? I don't know, but they do um, – Jewish. Yeah, something Jewish. Um, they do a like an improv. So it's not stage, it's not written, and they just get up there and do it, and it's really funny. So I highly recommend that as well. Yeah, I actually have to – I have to watch that. That's going to be next. I have to watch the SNL from last night. They did another at-home one, so I'm going to catch up on that. Also, Insecure is back. Incredible stuff. I highly, highly recommend Insecure if you haven't, if you haven't gotten into it. Hmm, I haven't. I've never watched it, but I really wanted to. I've always wanted to. I feel like it'd be It's Up My Alley. Totally. Anyways, that is it, Mads. I'm really figuring out when I feel the energy to hop in a car and drive to LA, although you could do that with me, but you haven't offered, but that's okay. Um, so maybe I'll do that soon. That would be grand. We could sit on the rooftop and pod. Oh, you know, I have a rooftop that you can come visit me at, but... I don't think you're going to do that. So that's great. Anyways, we love you, sisters. We hope you're staying safe, happy, healthy, sane, everything, and good news. We are starting to do interviews now with individuals, so you might not have to endure just listening to us every single week. No, and thank God we won't have to be like, what the fuck do we talk about since every day is Groundhog's Day. We're literally doing the same thing. But um Hopefully this is entertaining and just um, a nice, nice touch base, like a nice check in. Well, little check in, exactly. Yeah. Well, we love you. You know where to follow us, and we hope you have a good week, sisters. Bye.
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.